Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we are going to be breaking down the Thursday night football matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns ended up winning this game 35 to 30. Now, before I get into the video, I'd like to ask if at any point during this video you want to hit that subscribe button if you end up enjoying. I would really appreciate that. My goal is to hit 10,000 subscribers by the end of this season. And I would also really like to thank you guys. We hit 1 million views on my channel, and it honestly means the world to me. All of the viewership that I've been seeing recently, I it means so much. So thank you guys very much. But without a further ado, let's get into the video. So you guys are all here for one reason if you've been watching this channel. That is to hear me talk about Joe Mixon. All right, it was not great in this game. 16 carries for 46 yards, 2.9 yards per carry. Better game than last week. Pretty involved in this game, pretty involved last week. We saw Joe Mixon get four receptions on four targets for 40 yards. So he was also being relatively well used in the receiving game. But this was only in the first half. Joe Mixon was getting fed the rock like his name was Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott has that tattoo where he lifts his shirt up and it says, feed me. That's what Joe Mixon had on his stomach the first half of the game. And then the second half of the game, Zach Taylor just couldn't fucking find his glasses. So he couldn't see Joe Mixon's number on the back of the jersey. He was like, oh, where's number 28? Oh, let me put in actually whatever number uh, Giovanni Bernard is. Let me put him into the game because Joe, uh, Giovanni Bernard was getting all these touches, getting all these dumps off, dump offs. He was on the field way too much. It made zero fucking sense to me. You were dumping the ball off to Joe Mixon. You guys were moving up the field early in the game. You guys are pretty playing pretty well against the Browns. And then in the second half, you just completely get away from the plan that you were using. Am I scared of Joe Mixon for the future? No, I'm not. I will not overreact after two games. This was a good matchup for him, and he did not overly succeed. He scored like 12 points. That's like a pretty average game for a running back. Obviously not what you looked at of a guy you drafted in the first or second round. I understand that. So he definitely was a disappointment, but I think... When we look at Joe Mixon, last year, he took a while to get going. It took about eight games before he really started rolling. I think this year, it probably won't take eight games. I think maybe three games in, four games in, he's going to start really rolling. And everyone who's hating on Joe Mixon right now will feel like an absolute fool. The guy is talented. We just need Zach Taylor to believe in the man and give him more touches. I think had they have rolled with him more in the second half, he probably would have put up a very, very good game. He had like nine PPR points at the half, and then after that, he only gained about two or three points in the second half of the game. To me, it really just made no sense. Do I think that it will change? Yes, I do personally believe that Joe Mixon will get better. I'm just being honest with you guys. I'm not just taking my take saying that I thought Joe Mixon would be really good at the beginning of the season and just keep riding on that. Because if I thought Joe Mixon was going to absolutely suck, I would tell you guys right now that I don't believe in Joe Mixon, but I still believe in the guy. I still think he'll be able to get it done. The other side of the game where I was very correct. Big Dick Nicholas Chubb destroys the Bengals defense. I told you guys to trade for Joe Mixon. I told I'm not Joe I did tell you to trade for Joe Mixon. He was okay. But I did tell you guys to trade for Nick Chubb as well and Big Dick Nick Chubb 22 carries for 124 yards and not one but a two touchdowns for Nicholas Chubb in this game. He destroyed the Bengals defense. This is exactly what we look to see out of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt did the same thing. They're the one two punch, the one two Mayweather combination Kareem Hunt 10 for 86 and one touchdown so an amazing game from Kareem an amazing game from Nick Chubb now we did end up seeing Odell Beckham Jr. really tear it up in this game four for 74 and one touchdown but if I'm being completely honest with you Odell Beckham Jr. just owns on Thursday night I should have thought about this before I told you guys to sit him because if you remember his best ever catch in the NFL was done on Thursday night against the Dallas Cowboys last year 
in a primetime game up against the New York football Jets, goes crazy, and then disappears the whole rest of the year. So I'm not saying Odell's going to disappear. He will probably be more involved than he was week one, but I'm still not completely bought in on Odell Beckham Jr. Jarvis Landry, three for 46 on three targets. So not a great game out of Jarvis. Not what you'd want to see. For some reason, uh, Baker was just throwing the ball to this guy named Kaderil Hodge a million times in the game. Austin Hooper disappoints again. So I'm kind of just, now I'm completely off on the Austin Hooper train. Nick Chubb, one for nine in the pass catching game. And Kareem Hunt, two for 15 and one touchdown. So two combined touchdowns for Kareem Hunt as well as Nick Chubb. And boy, do I feel bad about Joe Burrow. I really do. Joe Burrow in this game, 37 completions on 61 attempts. He had to throw the ball 61 fucking times. 61 times, three touchdowns, zero INTs. Joe Burrow put up a tremendous effort in a loss again. Joe Burrow carries the team week one, they lose. He carries the team again here week two, and they lose. I feel so bad for him. That offensive line was getting plowed through. He was having to run backwards, do 360s, just to be able to fucking throw the ball, and they still could not do anything. CJ Uzma looked like he had a season-ending injury. Very sad for him. AJ Green is just awful. 13 targets. 13 targets, 3 receptions, 29 yards. That guy is a fucking bum. Another guy I got right. I told you guys not to draft A.J. Green, so bang, there you go. Another thing I got right, Tyler Boyd came out of nowhere, out of nowhere late in the game, and just puts up that garbage time, beautiful touchdown, eight targets, seven receptions for 72 yards, and one touchdown. What you like to see, what you love to see, actually, because Tyler Boyd really ended up putting the dagger inside of the Browns, even though the Browns ended up winning to cover the game for all of us gamblers, and it helped us out because Tyler Boyd scored that garbage time touchdown to make him not be so shit on the week. And who would have known? The, the Cincinnati Bengals have Michael Thomas. Four for 31 and one touchdown. Some random motherfucker named Michael Thomas ended up scoring a touchdown in this game. Looking at Baker's stats before we end the video. 16 for 23, 219, two tutties, and one INT. It looked really good for Baker, and then Baker pulled the ultimate Baker move by throwing an INT deep into the game when the game was legitimately over. They could have won the game. He throws a pick. Makes a stupid mistake. The Bengals crawl back in. The Bengals could have won that game had it not taken them 7,000 years to score on that one drive. I think that Baker Mayfield did look fine in fantasy, but Joe Burrow clearly was the guy on this week. Joe Burrow is the real fucking deal. This guy is going to be nuts in fantasy football later in the season and for the rest of his career. This guy is so goddamn good. Overall, again, touching on Joe Mixon. He didn't play that great, I understand, but I expect bigger things out of him on the season, so I'm not sold out on him yet. I'm not fucking running away from Joe Mixon. I'll take it straight to the chest if he plays bad again. I will accept the blame, but I really believe that he is going to end up turning it around, and by God, if you have A.J. Green, do never start that man again. This was embarrassing. Two weeks in a row, the ball's just hitting him straight in the hands, and he's dropping it. He's He literally, Joe Burrow must be so pissed off. He's like, I come to this team with what should be one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, fell in AJ Green and this motherfucker couldn't catch the ball if he walked over to it and flicked it to him straight on his hands like it was a egg toss that you play when you're a kid at like a 4th of July party. It was unbelievable. The Cincinnati Bengals could realistically be 2-0 right now and we're talking about Joe Burrow being one of the best college players to then becoming one of the best rookies to ever play in the fucking NFL but instead Joe Burrow is getting ramsacked 
fucked, destroyed in the ass by his team. I really hope that the O-line figures their shit out because if they do, we could see Joe Burrow be very dangerous this year as well as Joseph Mixon. So thank you guys all for watching this video. A big fuck you to Giovanni Bernard for getting so many snaps. So I don't think we'll see that next week. I hope not because what we saw this week was that Giovanni Bernard isn't that good in the pass catching game, but Joe Mixon really is. So you just got to give the guy the goddamn ball. Thank you guys all for watching. I love each and every single one of you guys, and I can't wait to see you guys tomorrow in some more bangers of a video. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure to have a great rest of your guys' night, and I'll see you guys tomorrow with some more heaters. As always, good boy!